You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Scoop. Sam Claiborne, Shoe Scoop, and CJ Gibson. What's up? It's Don't our, touch your shoe. It's okay. our first. Just never touch the bottom of your never, shoe. Never, ever touch probably. the bottom of your I, shoe. Or always. I always touch the bottom no. of my shoe. Well, you have children, no. and so Rebel. you're basically touching the bottom of shoes all the time. <laughs> they're disgusting. <laughs> they're just on the floor. They're right? just germs. There's nothing full you time. can do about it. They, eat, they eat food off the floor. Off that's the like, bottom of their shoes. But like sometimes it's like, <laughs> Kinda. I'm like, what's in your mouth? And it's a grape, and like we didn't even have grapes that day. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just well. found it. Cool. Cool. <laughs> well, we have a great show for you this week. It's our first post E3 2019 show. We've got release dates now that are going to carry us pretty much all the way through to the next yeah. E3. Yeah. Got to talk about all the uh, big games we can't to play but first damon had a day on the farm yesterday yeah. that's why i don't know if you can tell i've got i literally have, have a farmer is it the farmer stand where you're wearing a short sleeve shirt yeah if you have a farmer's <laughs> let's burn. roll them up oh there it is there it farmer's is burn i don't know how well you gotta be checking out the, the video camera. for this yeah Nicely we're at a done. charity event at a farm yesterday, and I did some I did some farm work. Hygiene Cares. For Hygiene Cares. Nice. And I, they said, you guys should wear sunscreen, <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs> I just didn't. Just wanted that farmer's I, I learned that lesson every three years. <laughs> it's like the Simpsons, yeah. where they're talking about the sunscreen, and if you were to zoom into Damon's mind, it's just like a mouse <laughs> with a wheel of cheese. Like, yeah. No, I was just like, I was ready yeah, to pull uh, some weeds. Uh, and there was a really cute farm cat named Squirrel. Did, oh, very did he or she get sunburned? This, I think the farm cat was wearing sunscreen. <laughs> the cat was named Squirrel. Can yeah. animals okay. get sunburns? I don't know. I bet the hairless cats can. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'd be bad. But they look kind of weird. They do look weird. I don't know about those guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't at him. <laughs> 
before we get into it, uh, I have a code giveaway for the Contra Anniversary Collection Ooh, on Switch. Nice. Can I have it? You cannot have it. Oh. I mean, you don't have your Switch right now to, to redeem it. It's in my bag out there. I'm no. going to redeem it first. No, you're not going to redeem it first. Um, but here's the thing. I'm not going to read out the whole code right now. We're going to split it up over the show. Yeah. Nice. And that's going to be no imagine problem. Imagine the increase in viewership we're about to get. The I know. retention is going to be amazing. Literally ones of people are going to be tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> Super C is worth it. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's a good collection of classic Contra games. This is for the Switch version. Um, I'm going to split out the code over the show, which won't be any problem because uh, everyone listening and watching are real fans. They tune into the whole show every week, and that's why they don't need timestamps. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't those fan provided Whoa. at this point? <laughs> yeah, out, out of rage. Does that make you mad? <laughs> no, not at all. It's that's just a long, long, it's a long-standing game scoop tradition that someone says, Damon, please provide timestamps, and Damon says no. And I just, <laughs> it's just been ongoing. And I just ignore it. But guess what, guys? We have, we have lights <laughs> now. Ignore the, it. the lights that's are good. back. I like, I well, like, why the, did, I like the That's dull. such a drastic contrast. Yeah, yeah. That was weird. Yeah, Let's that, go That was last week. That's good. Was it really? It was close. Is that, is that why people are? We got to get the into the show. The yeah. lights don't do much for our podcast. <laughs> I don't podcast watch my own show. Listeners. <laughs> All right, here's this is a code for Contra Anniversary Collection on Switch. The first four characters are C 3 H. Please be excited to learn more about the code <laughs> for Contra Anniversary Collection later in the show. I'm gonna write it in my hand done. and claim it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, well, I'm we'll see. He has a pen. <laughs> Um, all right, let's talk about all these games that we're, uh, we have release dates for coming out of E3. First of all, what do you guys think about E3? Good or bad this year? Thumbs up, thumbs down. It's a binary system. Down. Yeah. Down, on, down on E3. If, if I'm forced to choose. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thumbs up only E3. for... Oh, we already know where this is going. Just say it, Sam. Breath of the Wild 2. There it is. <laughs> the announcement <Quota>. one <laughs> of Breath of the Wild 2. Which <laughs> is a, that was a nice surprise. Yeah, I mean, that even, was... Even the worst E3 has so many cool games and cool yeah. moments. So yes. it's like, I still really enjoy E3 every year. But if, if you were to rank every E3, this is for sure in the bottom half of them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, when you say it like that, I mean, yeah, I, I did think of Sam, actually, when that Breath of the Wild 2 <laughs> announcement. Because that did come out of nowhere. Were you expecting that? Or no, were you expecting a DLC? I with Numa, the producer yeah. and the director of it, uh, that shortly after. Afterwards, and like an hour cool. and a half after, and yeah, then awesome. you got to play it, which is really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> that's we're laughing because that's not true. Exactly. You play as an octa the whole time. Yeah, it's exactly. insane. I did play two other new Zelda games that week, though uh, Cadence of Hyrule Cadence, and yeah. Link, yeah. Link's. Uh, we'll get game. we'll get to Cadence of Hyrule. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, but I, yeah, in spite of like Sony not being there and other other uh, companies not being there, there's still like a ton of games in the yeah. near future that I'm excited to play. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why I'm not super dead. But not the near, near future. <laughs> yeah, over the next year, yes. Yeah, and but, even yeah. this year. Yeah, fall, like fall, fall. Let's get Name one, is the big How about one. Super Mario Maker 2 coming out next week yeah. on June 28th? I'm excited. excited for the single player. But yeah. Yeah. That's cool. They've added so much content to that. I'm really excited. Can't uh-huh. someone else make my levels? <laughs> That's <laughs> yes, they can. It's kind of That's the, literally uh, what it is. should be a service. Like, I'll come to your house and make <laughs> yeah. your Mario Maker levels. I would prefer it to be Nintendo. Yeah. I think there's a game or two you could play from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got a couple but of those. But this one, I just want to play Nintendo. Songs. I hope the little castle rebuilding stuff is neat. I know. Yeah. I already know it's not. I know it's going to be. Like no, it's that's not. The, that's what happens when <laughs> yeah. you play through single player levels. Is that you get to manage a castle? Yeah, I, it's not going to be. That's a like, good game name. Manage a castle. Yeah, I'm it, sure that exists. It up. It's a no free to play mobile doesn't. game, and there's no way to know anyway. <laughs> there's no way to know. Uh, sticking with the Switch, Marvel Ultimate Alliance three is out July 19th. I haven't played that one, but I hear nothing but good things from people who have. Always like that franchise. Never gotten into it, so this is my chance. Yeah, let's play together. Okay, let's do it. I 
played Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2, I wrote the guide for it, and I think wow. it's just really dull. <laughs> well, that other people that have checked out the You just are walk into forward it. and kill stuff. Have you, like you ever played Diablo? <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Do you walk forward and kill stuff? I mean, yeah, but you're but also but, describing but is, 90% but is of there, video yeah, But is exactly. there interesting loot? In yeah. Diablo? This doesn't yeah. have that. Oh. Well, maybe no they loot. do now. <laughs> also, maybe. Also, don't you walk forward and kill stuff in Contra? And Castlevania and everything. I try to just play hit a button. Killing things. Mm-hmm. Really, the no kill <laughs> Borderlands. The no kill. Explain how that happens. It's yeah, difficult <laughs> to pull off. <laughs> You're really stuck at the boss. <laughs> Look. Look, you just keep dodging. Yeah. Until you can't know forever. More. I really like a contra pacifist run. Who can make it farthest? <laughs> you can at least get to that big door that shoots at you. Yeah. yeah. Right. You gotta turn around and go home. Yeah. yeah. Not gonna get much farther than that. No, but you can duck left. there. Now just I don't can't go left. The door doesn't count. You can kill the door. I wonder oh, yeah, if you get that Contra without killing anything. Yeah, the door. Come on. That's And then the second boss is a computer oh. terminal anyway. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, we don't, we don't have our soundboard here, so got to provide our own sound. Do you think yeah. we're in the right key? Um, we're close. Yeah. We all have per- perfect pitches. Check that out. Pal or NTSC. <laughs> hey, whoever is doing the timestamps, can you please check our pitches this week? We need a key stamp. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, man, it's warm in here today. It's it really is. <laughs> you should I'm put on a corduroy jacket. That is a fan. Is it yeah, working? I don't know. It's it's no, that it's sucks working, in but... air. It doesn't spit out. It, it also it says 81. It's 81 degrees. It's really warm is in just, here. Is it just 81 degrees? I'm, I'm thinking about sure. popping this shirt Look, off if I'm You should pop it off. <laughs> yeah, I did. This is the warmest place in all of San Francisco right Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Old summer here. There are three games coming out July 26th. Wolfenstein Youngblood, which I think looks really cool. I'm going to play that one. In. Kill La Kill. The mm-hmm. anime, uh, the adaptation of the anime, which I've been watching and, and is uh, super cool. And then Fire Emblem, which I don't know what to make of because they did not show it at E3. <laughs> Brendan isn't, played it. Isn't right. that weird? We played, Brendan played it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was, was the only person that even saw it moving. Like what, the, During their direct, they just showed the, an I anime know, trailer. Weird, so it's right? like, that doesn't do much for me. Yeah. What were Brendan's impressions? Did you, do you know? He's excited for it. He doesn't okay. like babies in, in Fire Emblem, which I think is a weird take. Don't like babies. Yeah, well, I think it, it has morphed part. into this like generational like get your characters together and have kids and make new units. Yeah. <laughs> that franchise has taken a weird direction. I just want. But if it's man. just like solid, I just want Brendan's hype for it. You he got Wargroove. He loves it. No, every single time that there's a new Fire Emblem, it's just that much longer that we've not gone with Advance Wars. That's good. And I, li- I like Fire that Emblem, but like, come on. That is true. Nintendo, you cowards. They just had that one awakening hit, huh? So that meant that they stuck with that series. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, that's true. Um, people, some people are excited for this Astral, Astral Chain from Platinum. That's August 30th, but I don't really know anything Man, about that. I'm really turning around on it. Like really? I thought it looked weird, not very great. And like Platinum is this like black and white company, right? You yep. get like good Platinum or bad Platinum. And I'm like, ooh, yeah. ooh this, <laughs> this might be bad Platinum. But then <laughs> I, like, I'm, I'm actually, E3 2019, I think it's looking much better. What, a lot is of it, bad is Platinum it, games are licensed, right? That's They've done point. some stuff mm-hmm. like that, yeah. Uh, but it, like, is it like Bayonetta? Is it like a, an action game? Like I, I don't even know. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So they do best. Uh, you know, you've been watching Kill la Kill? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Is it good? Yeah, it's like it's really weird. It's completely insane. It's just like that's. that's I watched that's half of it. I watched wow, half wow, of it, wow. and it was too weird for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like we have it. a bunch of exclusives that Miranda went to Japan for for mm-hmm. Kill la Kill that we've been doling out yeah, over the past yeah. couple weeks. Should you be interested? It's, it will totally seems like a good fit for a video game. Yep, just like crazy over the top battles. Mm. Um, Phoenix Point is out September third. That's the uh, from the creator of XCOM, and it's just like it's very it's like XCOM. <laughs> it's another XCOM. 
which is uh, exciting for me and Dan Stapleton. Monster Hunter World Iceborne is out September 6th. That's the expansion to Monster Hunter World. I don't think you, I don't think it's standalone. I think you need Monster Hunter World to play that. Big expansion. Yeah. Very big. And Casey's very excited for it, I assume. Yeah, she yeah. is in the betas out this week. It's like a Monster Hunter World 1.5, practically. Cool. Uh, and then Gears 5 is September 10th. It's, it's early. Uh, it's here. Yeah. It's basically yeah. here. I hope that one turns out well. It's got that really cool escape mode where you're building your own little areas. Yeah. Yeah. Miranda, who's the only person that does work here, also has big exclusives on that this month. That's right. Miranda and I were down there in Vancouver. Uh, You you did some work? Yeah, I did. (laughs) Looks really cool. Kind of, you know, played played a little bit. But you don't know what you can talk about and what you... you uh, No, a lot of it stuff's out right now. The the horror escape mode, I think it's one of those things where they're trying to change and do like a community, you know, weekly upgraded thing. So it's it's really cool. Like looking at the game graphically, it looks amazing. But I mean, this is at the end of the... uh, you know, the hardware too. Did you see that Xbox moment where all of a sudden on the stage, they're like, oh, and then we're going to take a quick look at this. And the camera went underneath yeah, the yeah. stage and then Rod's standing there with a yeah, bunch of gamers. That, that was, was awesome. crazy. I don't know how that happened, but yeah, it's really cool. Gears. All the, it's uh, just like the raid when they go down through the, the, <coughs> yeah. the, 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 the like, greater hole. All yeah. of us were just watching the press conference. We're like, oh, neat. And all the video nerds at IGN were like, <laughs> what the What is happening? <laughs> this that, camera. That was the stage the fire. Yeah. In uh, the raid, they just tied a rope around a guy. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Yeah. Uh, Gears 5. I haven't played a Gears since Gears 2. If the campaign is good, I'll play it. Uh, Borderlands 3 is out September 13th. They've not talked about the campaign at all. So that was the weird thing is that it's only been really, for the most part, multiplayer. Hmm. There's been a little trailer, um, I think, for it a while back, but there's been no sort of, you know, they had in, that story trailer. But yeah, we haven't seen much yeah. of it. Yeah. Borderlands 3 is September 13th, which I will definitely play. Mm-hmm. And CJ, I was surprised that CJ has not played Borderlands. No, it's weird. I was talking to Brian Malkowitz. He's super into it. Uh, a lot of the people are asking me, oh, is Borderlands the Destiny killer? Is this thing the next whatever killer? And oh, I think what? that, well, because the looter shooter game and all that has different. to do with it. It's, it, it's different. a different game, but um, it looks really good. Like, So I'm excited to play it. But I, I understand that these games take a crazy amount of time investment. So, you know, it's just so much time in the day. And I play Destiny. I played it at E3. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It was great. Yeah, yeah. It, actually, it could have been. I could have been playing the latest expansion of Borderlands Two and would have believed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Just, it feels that familiar. Well, and and I think that's a good thing. I, I think <clears throat> the criticism at the same time is, oh, it's just more Borderlands. But again, but it's when been you, seven years. So yeah, like, when you like that and it looks really polished and it feels good. I mean, it's not much you can ask for. It looks but, like Doom Eternal. Like that. They're also looks amazing. yeah. I mean, it's less of an evolution. Like, you know, like it's not a game as a service like Destiny, yeah. which they could have done. So <clears throat> it's similar to Borderlands Two in that way. But like they made big changes to like. The character classes and to, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're going to different planets now and they made changes to the active abilities. Like, nah, it's not like completely different. But I, that line of like criticism against that game is like, it's no different than any other sequel. Yeah. Like, you know, half the game's new and the other half's not. Like, it's fine. It's well, the, pe- the people who seem to be fans seem to really enjoy it. Yeah. So, for sure. I'm excited to give a shot. And then Link's Awakening is September 20th. That's very soon. Yeah. I hope it's less choppy by that point, but it's it'll choppy. be fun anyway. I didn't hear that. Yeah, that it was, was sort take. of chunky and odd. Weird. Interesting. Yeah, it has this thing that actually um, Octopath had where it's like mm. they're doing that blur in the back and like whatever is blurred for some reason doesn't doesn't look right. It looks like pixely and not blurred properly. But then also it's like when you're shifting screens, like things just don't move that as fast as they should. Mm. It's not. It's a little framey. Did, did it feel good though? Or yeah, did it felt it... so good. Okay. And I played it three times. I played the demo three times, and like wow. the um, the first time I played it, first of all, I, I kind of know where to go, and they were kind of guiding me. The second time I played it, 
Brendan pulled out an old strategy guide ah, on IGN, and cool. we used that. And then the third time I played it, I, I just knew everything, and I was doing really, really that's well. Cool. And so I got really far through like a whole dungeon in it, basically. And it, oh, I should contextualize this: you have 15 minutes, and then it just stops. Oh right, it's time game demo. So that was really yeah. funny. And then another time I played it, well, uh, some other coworkers are playing it at the time. I grabbed the controller to do the thing where you can steal from the shop. Mm-hmm. And you can still do that, right? And, and they were having trouble doing it, so I was like, kind of, I figured it out though, and did it. And you know, the shop owner does something really mean to you. <laughs> and then in the original game, you get labeled as a thief for the rest of the game. Yep, it changes oh, your name. That's but awesome. We didn't put our names in this demo, so I don't know if we'll do that. It was cool. it was really fun though. There's a lot to play with in that game. But man, it's going to be a <laughs> shocker for people that have played recent Zelda games because mm. even Cadence of Hyrule is like this. You can go anywhere you want. Yep. Right. And in Link Between Worlds had a little bit of that, and of yeah. course Breath of the Wild. Two. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, I have a limit on the amount of times I can say those words on the show now. Uh, but uh, yeah, this one is like you are going from play the screen to screen to screen to screen and barely have anywhere to explore. Link's Awakening is a great game, but it is a linear mm-hmm. game. It's very much like a point A to B adventure. Yeah, it's more about puzzle solving. Mm-hmm. It's very puzzling. Screen by screen, you just solve puzzles. Mm-hmm. It's got mm-hmm. that uh, man that low point in the middle of the game with the item. I don't even know what you call it, like the item trading. Uh, that starts right from the beginning too. Oof. I mean, so that I didn't, became a staple because that was an ocarina, like really famously yeah. and stuff. It was one of those ones I dabbled in when I was younger. I never played through it, so I'm excited to get to it. But mm-hmm. is it like Triforce Heroes type of puzzling? I know it's not multiplayer, but is it that type of in depth? No, puzzling? because it's like it's usually like how do you get enough keys to get through a dungeon? It's gotcha. just it's a and very like, very puzzle. It's a very very puzzle heavy Zelda. Probably because the Game Boy like the combat wasn't going to be all that satisfying. Right, right, right. So they had to lean on the puzzles. Yeah. If I were to get there's it. some funny like adventure game stuff that makes no sense. Like even from the start of this. Yep. It was like there's like you know, go to the forest. There's a raccoon there, and the raccoon's like, you can't get past here. That's it. That's all Figure the information you have to go on. So you're like, <laughs> yeah. what, what's what's going to distract this raccoon? If you if you follow that line of reasoning, it doesn't help you at all. Like basically, you have to find a mushroom and then yeah. take it to a witch, and you're already doing this like crazy trading about. scheme. Mm-hmm. And then you have to you know to go back and equip it and like throw dust in his face. And when you do that, <laughs> he turns into a man you already met. <laughs> Sure. It makes no sense. Um, I'm really thrown <laughs> off by Link's Awakening being sixty dollars. Yeah, on the Switch. Yeah, I think the dungeon builder is the thing they really want to like. Well, Anuma said that, that that was the reason they made this game is that they made the dungeon builder and they're like, oh, this will work with Link's Awakening a lot, and then they just put Link's Awakening mm. port in there. And I wrote that up. You can read it on IGN.com. Cool. On September 24th, this is interesting. The original Baldur's Gates come to console. Mm-hmm. Which have you played those, Justin? Yes. Uh, do you imagine those would translate well to modern consoles with controllers? Well, so I would have said no, except that they're already on iPad. And yeah. so what's the company, Beamdog, that's like, you know, taking up the mantle of these old Baldur's Gate games and they did the enhanced edition and yeah. they're sort of bringing them back and modernizing them. They already solved a lot of the oddness around, um, uh, you know, touch controls. And so, yeah. so um, yes, I, I think it'll probably work. If you would have asked me before the enhanced edition on iPad, I would have said no. Hmm. But I think they, I think they sort of cracked it. Well, I've never played those games, but I'd be interested in checking them out. Uh, but that's also the same day that Contra Rogue Corps comes out. Mm. Which you played at E3. Which I played. I think you're the only person that played it. Um, that may be. I think maybe Mitchell played it also. Mm. But um, I liked it. I want. I need to play more. It's like a It's a weird, different kind of Contra game. It's not side-scrolling. Yeah. Uh, it, the camera moves around based on the situation. It might be directly behind you. It might be up above in an isometric What's view. What's the best alien you saw? Um, that's the thing. They seem a little generic. It's like there's like skinless guys that run at you. Do they, they have red like mohawks? Big meat bodies. No, they don't have any. Where'd their skin go? 
It was probably flayed ah. off of them. Oh, skinless. Skinless, not skinheads. Okay. <laughs> um, and then there's just like floating orb, sort of generic like drone enemies. And then I how fought, did their eyeballs stay in? I fought a boss. <laughs> you know, I don't. Maybe, they might not have even had eyeballs. They might be following my scent or my sound. Okay. And I could be smelly because one of the characters you can play at is a humanoid panda mm. with a human brain. Well, why not? Yeah. And then it's like it's like a wacky traditional contra. It's a wacky contra. <laughs> yeah. There's a woman, a female assassin who has an alien living in her gut. A fun bit of trivia: the I, game was originally called Wacky Contra. Wacky Contra. Yeah. Mm. Does uh, the alien living in her gut matter to her character? Yeah, because they argue. Uh, <laughs> they're like they're always bickering. <laughs> okay. Actually, and then there's like an that. alien that you can play as, and the alien is like a very nice English gentleman. Ah. Good guy alien. So it's like, it's, does that alien like, have a red mohawk? That one does not know, dude. I, I don't understand. In like, the that's beginning, the whole point of Contra. In the beginning of your blurb about this game, I was kind of goofing on it, but like everything you're saying to me right now, what, like, sounds, I don't know. It sounds kind of neat. Like, I mean, yeah, that's like, like, I just feel like it's been so long since we had a Contra game, and yeah. this is a very different, weird one. So it's like, I don't know. So that's what I was wondering. I, I saw the gameplay. Does it feel good to play? Uh, it's a twin stick shooter control. So like, you know. And with a lot of like tweaking and, and customizing to make it feel good f- to you. Yeah, yeah. So I, don't, I have to spend more time with that. I don't know. It, do, it's not, it doesn't feel as immediately satisfying as the original Contra. Yeah. It's a twin stick shooter even when it's behind your back? Yeah. Yep. And so you're aiming with the right stick and then you're pulling the trigger to fire. Yeah, it's kind of like top down, sort of like angled. Core. Yeah. I, I mean, it doesn't look bad, but you're right. I wonder what was their decision to go in that direction and yeah, call it Contra. Because it's the guy that worked on Contra 3 is, is directing this one, mm-hmm. but it's more like the PlayStation era yeah. uh, Contra games when they started going into 3D. Or the, the Mode oh, 7 top-down levels that were in. Uh, no. I mean, I, I want to <laughs> like be- believe that it was maybe inspired by that. Yeah. But, but we'll see. We're, we're going to get some more time with it before it's out. Um, getting into October, October 4th is Ghost Recon Breakpoint, mm-hmm. which I think looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think I'll probably check that game out. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, honestly, the the trailers for that game and the way it looks is phenomenal. And mm-hmm. the Ghost Recon series, I've been a fan of in the older ones. Any Anytime you get into these crazy you know, multiplayer games, there's always a lot of time investment. But visually and aesthetically, the game looks amazing. It looks you really know good. how I feel about Ghosts. I know you do. I do. What a, afraid of them. What a franchise willing to sort of reinvent itself and yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, modernize with the times and sort of... I don't know. Like that Ghost Recon, Ghost Recon as a game franchise has taken a weird journey. Yeah, yeah that's true. I loved the advanced Warfighter games. Yeah. One and two. Yeah. Those earlier ones. Yeah. Speaking of Ghost, Luigi's Mansion. Well, no, that doesn't have <laughs> oh, a release date. Uh, that's the crazy. I was going to get to that. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Luigi's Mansion doesn't yeah. have a release date. I knew he was going to so use playable. that. That game seemed finished yeah. at E3. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, it's like, I had to get there before. Obviously, it's going to be out around Halloween, so just pick one of those Fridays yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Like, right? <laughs> That's weird. Um, but there's a bunch of stuff coming out October 25th. So don't pick October 25th, Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is out that day. Medieval, they'll they'll mi- pick that day. <laughs> yeah. They yeah, probably will. They probably will. Medieval, the, which is a remake, remake reboot. Yeah. And then The Outer Worlds. It's got which skeletons looks in it. Very fine. Very nice. Outer Worlds yeah. is great. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that at E3 too with Janet. Definitely. It's Obsidian's excited. non Fallout RPG. Well, yeah. It's so it's Fallouty. Like, and I mean <laughs> that in like a positive yeah, way. Yeah. 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 It's just like. Bethesda won't make a new real Fallout game, so Obsidian will do it. Yep, it's got the same sort of, uh, like, it's not right to characterize it as a comedy, but it is sort of off-kilter and, um, you know, uh, just these over-the-top characters and a lot of, you know, choice in in your dialogue and in how you approach different situations from a combat or non-combat perspective. I I really like the E3 demo. Cool. I think, I don't recall exactly, I think I voted it as my runner-up for Game of the Show. Is there an equivalent to the VATS system? Sort of, yeah. You can slow down time. 
Okay. So it yeah. doesn't stop, but everything moves into slow motion and then you can target body parts. Cool. I love it. I'm into it. Uh, no, or November 8th, this is the one, the big PlayStation 4 exclusive of the fall. It's Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. And that's a big, uh, yeah, really. big question mark. Yeah. First uh, Kojima game since he I left it'll Konami. it'll be a big question mark after it's out, too. That's probably true. Yeah. That's probably true. Uh, I'm definitely, like, interested to check out whatever that game is. <laughs> so surprised and impressed that it seems to be on schedule and is coming yep. out. Yeah. 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 Uh, Pokemon and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order are both out November 15th. And I was actually really into what we saw of Star Wars at uh, E3. It was an interesting E3. At the beginning of E3, the first thing I saw at E3 was the EA Play demo of Star Wars. And I yeah. thought it looked bland and unimpressive. Mm-hmm. And I just I would, I couldn't believe it. Uh, and then we went to a behind-closed-doors like play session where it was a bunch of combat and then some extra stuff, which I think you missed because you had to run to the airport. Mm-hmm. But the combat stuff alone, I was like, this looks so fun. Yep. It's like crazy arcade counters and stuff to complicated Star Wars enemies. Yeah. I loved uh, you know lots of very recognizable, familiar Star Wars enemies. Uh, we, Tina was playing and she fought an ATST, mm-hmm. And I loved how that was like a big battle to bring the ATST down. And she thought she had like won the battle but she like walks around oh, yeah. the ATSD and the pilot was like uh, like came out and was and she still had to like deal with him yeah the, the porthole popped open yeah, he, he was like, like <laughs> just getting up yeah. and then she was yeah she was like in celebration mode yeah. he was like starting to shoot it was great I uh, was yeah, really, really good. I agree with Sam that I think that game looks very video gamey based yes. off what they showed at EA Play it's like oh there's like I, I don't have a path forward like hit the force power button and he like yeah. you know Go creates on. a path and I'm like that's no different than Uncharted. Like it's a little bit odd to criticize this game and not every other linear action adventure game. But, um, did, did but you they see- don't want it to be a linear action adventure game. They're mm. like, this is like everything they talked about was Metroid. And yeah. like w- when they went into the full demo behind closed doors, I just like they paused the game so just so I could look at the map for a long time. The mm-hmm. map is so Metroid Prime. It's like this big 3D built out thing. That's and cool. It doesn't show any waypoints. You always have to figure out where to go based on where you, you couldn't go before, like a door that's closed mm-hmm. or whatever. Liked all that. And then, um, yeah, they, they just want, they keep on bringing up Wind Waker and Metroid Prime and like all this stuff. They keep dropping those names. Those the right really, points. really hoping that nice. they did have the influence on that game. But I don't know. I mean, that studio is really talented and I'm excited yeah. to see them get a chance to stretch and do something a little bit different. And um, Absolutely. You know, give a give Star Wars, you know. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, it's due finally. Yeah, finally. One, did one, you see behind closed doors as well? Mm, no, there's so a you guys the did. Mm-hmm. part yeah. where it's like, I guess it's you know a, a cliched way of d- 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 describing it, but it, there's a, a an ad ad in an ATAT uh, covered in vines, and you crawl up it, and you get inside. It's like really cool. That that part's neat, you know, whatever. But uh, then once you're inside, whatever. it's like fully built out and and uh, realized. And there's like uh, two land speeders, like kind of lodged in it for like easy like shooting out the sides and Ooh, like nice. the, like you know the little command structure inside with there's like a you know there's a droid and like a couple of uh, troopers and it was just like so cool to like go up and inside of it and then there's like a fully realized you never get to see this stuff you know it, it was really neat. yeah I've never seen, awesome. seen inside an ad at before yeah. yeah it's in you know stuff like Clone Wars but it's just like mm. I don't I don't keep up with those cartoons very much if that's what you can yeah, call that's them true. Uh, and then through this game we sort of learned a little bit about how uh, Lucasfilm works and mm-hmm. like their policies and like they have a <clears throat> there's a reason why you can't just like dismember yeah. 
any stormtrooper and cut yeah. off their heads. Cause Big there's... story beats. We wrote yeah. about this yesterday. You can see our article. And I actually interviewed a friend of mine that worked for uh, the cartoons at Lucas. And uh, she was uh, giving us kind of their rules and backing up what they were saying in this demo, which is yeah. like, you can hurt, you know, uh, you can cut off limbs of robots and bugs and animals and stuff, but like only big story beats can you do a de- decapitation of a person. Yeah. Ah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. But yeah. it makes sense because in the movies, I think that's kind of how it works, unless yep. it's like a dream sequence. And then. But it's like everything is canon now with every Star Wars story, right? Which is like such a blessing that's and a like curse. We like you're, you're contributing to the main Star yeah. Wars storyline, which is amazing and awesome, but also like puts these It'll get limitations eventually on eventually too. Yeah. <laughs> but I think- you can stab stormtroopers right in the gut yep. and then leave a big hole there got yeah. it that, that's totally awesome. can't cut them in half though yeah nope. no, just no. stabbing even though you're swiping yeah. a lot uh-huh. yeah that's really that good though. An interesting mod for the pc version of this i'm sure that'll happen yeah <laughs> but i mean i guess it also creates a whole different uh problem for the developers to create like body yeah. parts everywhere yeah but we saw some fun it's gonna be oh, arms everywhere yeah, yeah. Uh, limbs and in our demo the uh ragdoll effects were kept on having stormtroopers like which already look like toys because we're we were used to that uh, like crumple in a corner and then mm. they, they look like they're like kneeling and looking all bummed <laughs> it was so funny yeah there's some good ragdoll in there yeah uh on november 19th shinmu 3 mm. is coming out unless it, it gets delayed again yeah is it well, we'll see. <laughs> I've never played a Shinmu game, a Shinmu game, but I'm sure someone I've out there. I watched a lot of videos. Yes, yeah, it, it's about walking around a town slowly and driving a forklift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I hear. Then uh, Doom Eternal is November 22nd. Oh, looks so good. Yeah, I'm what excited. a twist for I'm that series, man. Yeah, dude, yeah. It's really so interesting. Good. Yeah, um, yeah. I've actually, I actually didn't play much of Doom 2016, so yeah, I should, I should find it. some time. It's not too late. And then sometime in December, this weirdo game, Ancestors. Odyssey of Mankind. Is that what it's called? That's the Patrice Desolet game. We had it on our live show at E3. What is it? Mm. It's a game where you're playing like early pre-man, pre early apes, millions of years ago and sort of like have to progress your, your tribe and help them evolve over time into hmm. our earliest ancestors. And it's like, I mean, it's like, it's cool, <laughs> but it's just such a weird concept. And like, you're only seeing these like primitive apes. That's, that's who you're controlling in the game. So there's no, no humans, no machinery. Did they, on anything. our live show, or is it like a, de- like a gameplay demo? Yeah, it was Patrice, yeah. Okay, I want to watch mm-hmm. it then because I've only seen that like insane trailer that shows them like swinging through trees yep. and traveling through time. <laughs> but there's like Whoa. prehistoric stuff, like a giant millipede yeah. that you fight against. Yeah. Stark. Yeah, Weird. exactly. It's um, a little bit like, it's a smaller team. It's, I think there's only- Simi? No, it's like an open world game. So imagine if it were like, Assassin's Creed, but you're an ape, and there's no. But you're also around. progressing what through what like millions of years of the. You're also yeah. like evolving. So you're like when you do enough, you accomplish enough objectives for your tribe at the time, you can like evolve to the next stage. And then it's like a million years have gone by, and, and it like yeah. changes the open world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, just, I think over time, like you might start in a jungle, and then it, yeah, that will have like eroded away to a desert-like area, and you got to find a new home for your tribe. It's just, yeah, yeah it, it, it would be cool. Weird. Is yeah. this a French game? Yes. I knew it. Yeah, yeah. I, saw, I saw the trailer. Yeah. I was like, whoa, what is yeah. happening? I like how they take risks over there. Yeah. <laughs> I love French. <laughs> what, was that, that, what was that quote from like the next gen about like uh, from their view? It was like, just like those fancy pants <laughs> art house films the Europeans like to make. <laughs> <laughs> That's what uh, Ancestors is. And then, yeah, the question marks for the rest of the year are Luigi's Mansion. I don't know why we don't have a release date for that. And then supposedly the Final Fantasy VIII remaster is coming this year mm-hmm. as well. But we shall see. Luigi's Mansion looks really good. Yeah, it did. And that moves us right into 2020. We know we're finally going to get to play Ori and the Will of the Wisps on February 11th. It was a little bit of a bummer that that was delayed. Nobody likes January. Then suddenly beginning in February. Yeah, except like this year we had Kingdom Hearts and Resident Evil 2. That's true. And uh, two years ago, 
Monster Hunter World. So I don't know. Yeah, Capcom sure likes something. January. I'm sure something. <laughs> rephrase yeah. nobody. Something will pop up in January. Capcom. <laughs> uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake is out March third. However, is much it? of that project is two discs, yeah. twenty hours. <laughs> it's so won One everybody city. over, right? Like everyone's like, I don't know yeah, about the real time like, combat. I don't know. Dude, everybody that played it said it was so fun and yeah, so good. Yes, I, I think it looks good too, and I'm I'm happy that the combat uh, apparently is working out well. I just don't like how yeah. Square Enix is not being transparent about their plans for the game. But the thing is, it's not like Midgar is was what I don't know six hours of Final Fantasy yeah. VII. Like if they took that and expanded it into a whole yes. full length game, like great, like that's fine. But they're calling it Final Fantasy VII Remake, not Part One. Not like episode one. There's none of that in there. It's just Final Fantasy VII remake. And when you get that, that when you buy that, you're you're not getting that. Hmm. That bugs me. But I know people are really excited about it. Midgar is the best part of that game, anyway. <laughs> is that true? You, not the open world stuff? No. Yeah, you don't like exploring. No, that game gets worse as it goes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what about Cactuar? <laughs> what about? Yeah, Emerald and Ruby Weapon would be cool, I guess. <laughs> um, and then uh, three days later, Watch Dogs Legion is out on March 6th, and I think that game looks cool. Play very, grandma. very yeah. narrowly, very closely lost our game of the show. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, wow. To Cyberpunk, yeah, it was second place. Interesting, wow. Uh, even ahead of Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. That's really surprising. And Legion was one of those games, every E3, not every E3, lots of E3s have one of these games that sort of sneaks up on us as a staff, and it seems like the industry as a whole. Like, it, it looked really, really cool at Ubisoft's press conference, but as more and more people got to see it, they're like, yo, like, this game it's cool. is super, super legit. And um, I think that that's one that, you know, as more and more people learn more about it, they're really going to buy into Ubisoft's vision for yeah. what they're doing. It's definitely an interesting concept, not having a main player character, but yeah. Just- Recruiting people to your team and being does it have dogs though? No, no. We've already confirmed there are no dogs. No dogs. Yeah, we did confirm that. Are there watches? Uh, is it true, Sam, that you were not won over by Watch Dogs Legion? No, I think my take was that we did so much preview coverage of it that I was kind of uh, tired of it by E3, so I didn't need to go see it. But uh, gotcha. It looks interesting, and I don't like the series very much. Yeah. Uh, well, what about Animal Crossing? Do you like that series? So much. <laughs> That's March 20th. I'm so hyped. Yeah, that yeah. delay sucks. Uh, I'm just going to come out and say it. I was really, really excited for it. Animal Crossing this year. And now I'm yeah. not going to have time to play it. There's all these other <laughs> games out. Else. Well, Animal Crossing being delayed really actually is a punch in the gut for me as well. It's like one of my most anticipated games out of nowhere. Plus for um, Nintendo, too. I mean, yeah. It's been a good year for them. I will say, you know, this is a game that runs on a real-time clock. March 20th in the game is March 20th in real life. And, like, it's an island, you're on an island this time. And it may have felt a little bit odd to get that going into the going into winter maybe you want to maybe <laughs> that was your only consideration well so it's like 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 you know i'm probably realistically not going to play that game for a whole year so if i only get to see two seasons i'd much rather see spring i jen's only reporter miranda also interviewed the uh <laughs> the, the developers and and asked about stuff like that it's a really really good interview and i highly recommend mm-hmm. you check it out um, there's some pretty funny internal animal crossing scoops in there Scoop. Yeah. Scoops. That's a scoop. Yeah. Animal Crossing scoops. Uh, and then we finally got a release date for Cyberpunk. April 16th. Mm-hmm. They're finally bringing that, bringing that game in. And uh, obviously the game won our game of the show. Second year in a row. Um, it seems soon to me. Think so? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, X-Gen Systems are going to be out five months later. I saw <laughs> Justin was uh, tweeting about that. So it yeah. puts yeah. people in a little bit of an interesting Oh, yeah, you were spot. saying, do you buy it or not? Yeah, it's, it's like just You know like, the next-gen systems are six months away. Six, like, seven months away. This issue. 
<laughs> and so it, it also puts the companies at a tight spot of like, do you try to sell that game to people again for 60 bucks? Or, you know, if you put that PS4 disc into your PS5, will something yeah, happen? Will you get upgrade? some up-resed, yeah. you yeah. know, version of the experience? Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Yeah, I think people are going to have to pick and choose game by game. Like maybe Cyberpunk is too important and too hyped to skip. You have to play it at launch. But maybe for like Watch Dogs or something else, you're like, okay, maybe I will wait for the inevitable you know definitive edition on mm. next gen yeah. it looks incredible i'm sure it'll be fine yeah exactly. <laughs> i think it's gonna be really really amazing on even current gen systems yeah, yeah. 360 did that when it launched it um had uprising up to 720p for a lot of old school xbox games i, I mean so if something like that happens i also be think cool. the xbox one x is a considerably more powerful console than the ps4 pro so yeah. that actually puts microsoft in a little bit uh, more favorable position where they they almost do have this like two generation solution in a way that i think the ps for Pro is going to be a little bit more left behind when next gen launches. Yeah, yeah. Um, we saw another behind closed doors demo for Cyberpunk. Uh, just like last E3, I think you know the general public hasn't seen it yet, but I think they've already announced that they're going to be releasing it in the, mm-hmm. in the coming weeks. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Most people seem to agree that it looked totally cool, totally fun. If we'd just been playing the game, that part of the game at home, it would have been great. It was a little bit less exciting than the demo that we saw last year. Very yeah. story heavy. Yeah, it's an RPG clearly, and I think they really wanted to get that across that it's like, let, you know, it's an action game, but it has so many RPG elements. We yeah. really saw those shopping and yep. and, yeah. and upgrading well, and, and I'm, changing respec. We even saw. I mean, we're forgetting the main thing that it has. It has Keanu. It does have Keanu. I mean, so right there, it's a lot going for it. It's like ever present and too. a really yeah. cool it's role. Some kind of force ghost. Yeah, it's the ghost in the machine. Yeah, it does look super cool. Also evil. I think um, <laughs> cool though. I I wouldn't be surprised if the city, if Night City, ends up mm-hmm. being the star of mm-hmm. that game. It just seems like such a cool lived-in place, and it seems like they were really thoughtful with, you know. To be fair, they're controlling the parts of it that they show us, yeah. but the city has a history, and like the market isn't just a market. Like the market used to be something else that this group has taken over and like converted for use for their neighborhood to like barter and buy things and sell things. And it seems like every single area in the game just has this sort of story behind it that feels really clever and real and just interesting and i i really really want to just run around that world yeah yeah, yeah. So, i don't know if there's two behind closed doors demo which one do you guys see the one that was on the floor or up top no, and the, the one that, the, the hour long one that's oh gosh gotcha. yeah. but the other one is the same demo just shorter yeah. yeah so i saw the shorter one i think i can't remember if we were talking about this sam and it's like i mean i think it was probably a better condensed stairs in that fake bar no i mean well i was there doing interviews and other things oh, okay. but then i went and saw the show floor one 20 minutes which was about right i mean i saw the one last year at gamescom and i heard that yeah like people thought that it drug out a little bit this year in comparison but mm-hmm. still really cool i think the we all one reservation i have which unfortunately is a big one we've only seen the game hands off and I, right. I I don't have a sense at all about how does that actual shooting feel. feel. Absolutely. Um, you know, characters yeah. aren't quite reacting in like, you know, the visceral way that they are in like a dedicated shooter um, yeah. and, uh, and the weapon. And again, it's really, really hard and hands off, but like, it makes a big difference. Like game feel is something that like, I don't know, you know, like destiny yeah, gets so, Super. so right. Yeah. And that's new to CD project. And like, you know, they're not letting anybody go hands on with it. So it's absolutely at the top of my most anticipated list, but that is something in the back of my mind that I'm like, mm. yeah, they were at gamescom last year. I wonder if they'll let people go hands on at gamescom or if they'll just stay kind of, there's no way. <laughs> Think I don't care about Keanu Reeves being in this game. Whoa. I mean, that's, that's fine. Sam. There it is, Mike Drop. The game has a bunch of great acting in it, and I it don't does. care. I don't think it needs a star like that. And his Do you think it takes away from it? It's a really great name, though. I'll give it that. Yeah, exactly. Johnny Silver. Johnny Silver. Do, you, do you think it takes away from it, though? No, I just don't. I just don't understand. I think the inside joke is tired now. 
wow. the Keanu stuff. However, inside joke of Keanu or just a celebrity? Keanu, celebrity yeah, cast. yeah, just like this whole year of yeah. Keanu love. But when they cast him twelve months ago, like they didn't, you know, yeah, Toy they, Story uh, they, and you know, John Wick Three is the biggest one yet. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know, it wasn't clear that he was going to be like having his moment. No, I don't think it's, I don't think it's CD Projekt Red's fault. Yeah, I mean that's so that's weird to hear you care. say that. To me, of all the people that they could have cast right now to have a great moment. Keanu's the guy. Yeah, it seems like I mean, a smart play. They got a lot of hype out of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but that's not why I'm yeah. going to play this game. No, And I think it was like not. a really clever E3 trick. Yeah. So like I love the marketing uh, angle on that, but like should I really care about their marketing angles? It looks like a fun game anyway. Yeah, um, sure. This, I would have to say though that out of all the ghosts at E3, so we have Keanu Ghost, mm-hmm. yeah. number one. Yeah. I think <clears throat> definitely one. Yeah. Uh, Gooigi. Gooigi. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the Ghost Recon is number three. Oh, Agreed. there you go. Yeah. Top three ghosts. John Berenthal. Yeah. Nice to know. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, CD Project. Yes. Right? They go from Witcher 1 to Witcher 2 to Witcher 3 to, Cyber Pro- to Cyberpunk. Like, what like a stair step up for each yeah. one right just yeah. in terms of production values and we don't know whether cyberpunk's good or not but like perceived <laughs> you, you know quality and impact on the industry I was saying like, Rockstar, did, Nintendo and them are the best developers on earth yeah you like just, they really muscled and willed themselves into AAA yeah. like it I've never so seen cool. anything like it you yeah. did skip over Gwent yeah okay mm. good point um, Gwent was maybe a stumble yeah even though I think it's a good game it just didn't really but like, they, like, have Catch you on. seen The Witcher One? <laughs> that is not like. That's not like. I mean, it's it's a really cool like computer RPG, but you know, like, it's a dime a dozen, you know. Mm. And then Witcher True was Witcher Two was sort of like scraping up against mm. you know Double A, and then Witcher Three punched through, and then they just keep reinvesting in, yeah. and now they have Cyberpunk. Like, it's really impressive and amazing. And Witcher Three. For better or worse, is coming to Switch. Mm-hmm. You know, five forty p. Yeah, cool. see, it doesn't look <laughs> as great, obviously, but we'll, see how, it, we'll see how it feels, and it yeah. will absolutely be portable. So, I wonder what the story is behind that. Like, yeah. why do it? How did it happen? Like, I really want to look into. Yeah, it. like who who reached out to who? Did Nintendo yeah. want on there, yeah. or did CD Project want to? But that's super yeah. cool. I mean, we made the, obviously the April Fool's video about you know everything's coming to Switch. Yeah, it was not something I was expecting, and that's was that's that super cool. It? I'm not sure if we did put that in there or not. It was too far fetched. I was going to say, I got to look back. It might have been actually. We had things like Modern Warfare. Yeah. <laughs> all those things. Do you think so? Are we getting The Witcher and Smash? I don't know. We're getting Banjo. Banjo. Yeah. That was yeah. another announcement. Uh, and that all brings us to May 15th, the furthest out release date for a video game we know of. And that's Marvel's Avengers. Ah, mm. uh, yes. A game that Ooh. I do not know about. Yeah. That was a we really mixed opinion yeah. in our demo, especially like some people came out of that. I mean, Tina liked it a lot, and like I, I totally yeah. like see why people are like this is the Avengers. It's like so you're playing as the Avengers, and you're and it looks really good. I'm like that's a fair assessment. Do you, just, do you think it looks think really good? I don't think it looks really good. I yeah. think if you no no I I'm just saying, I'm saying like I saw people with like the takes were just wildly different. Yeah. yeah, but just like visually, if you compare that to Star Wars Jedi Fallen oh, Order, yeah. Cyberpunk. Final Fantasy VII, any other game, big AAA game that was at E3, it, I don't think it looks. I thought the backgrounds in San Francisco and stuff looked really nice. Eh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we were talking about this Could a little better. bit. The character models, just is it too? That's the worst part. Right, but I mean, is it because it's also of, like I don't know what they should have done. Well, that's exactly like, it. Like, it's is tough. it because you got the MCU in your brain from the movies well, and you just can't detach yourself from that? Maybe or no? make it look like a comic book. What yeah, they should have done. Yeah, what they should have done is not had the exact same cast from the MCU. Right, right. That just a different, strange, event, different right? event, event. Like they invited that comparison. Like everyone that's just sort of like hand waving that criticism away like oh they're their own characters like of course they don't have the mcu characters i'm like yeah but they chose to have you know black widow same, and same like, ones yeah you know instead of you know wasp or you know or they were limited to have that 
Yeah. I mean, a bunch of the X-Men have been in the Avengers. Like, but it's, it's like, just completely yeah. crazy that they chose that cast. Yeah. It's not like what we if saw. From what we saw, I don't think it was written well. None of the one-liners <laughs> landed. So it's like... In the in the movies, everyone's so likable. The, the, the movies are yeah. so well written and funny, and so it's, it feels like just like a knockoff version of the Avengers we already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love how they uh, came out after E three, and they're like, "We are not changing these character models." And like, they're so invi- <laughs> like Son. three months from now, we're changing the character <laughs> models. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. And that's, I mean, uh, May fifteenth is less than a week away from. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Less than, less than a month Don't away from E3 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying we have, we have a lot to play before next E3. <laughs> we do. If E3 ever happens again. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> oh, I mean, I they said that jokingly. I, mean, but yeah. I know they announced the dates, but like the show floor was Nintendo and nothing this year. Yeah. Only in that, in that <laughs> hall. The other, the important the other hall. hall. The other hall is fine. Yeah. The, the other hall was totally fine, uh, but that it, was crazy. It was, it was odd. This was the first time where I walked into E3 and when I walked in that main show floor, it felt eerie because there was no competing sound like typically it's nintendo mm-hmm. microsoft sony all competing with each other and then I mean, we've had a booth in there as well too so it felt odd very weird and i mean obviously yeah yeah the santa monica year right yeah i was there when was that 2007 yeah you know i mean i was saying that to damon do you think that that's a possibility even though they announced the dates you know do we think e3 is going to get scaled down potentially next year i mean Mm-mm. can you imagine how vigorously you know esa the e3 organizers are talking to sony right now oh right? yeah exactly. and because next gen right yeah and the new consoles launching yeah. e3 e3 may get a stay of execution thanks to next gen mm-hmm. everyone needs to you know make yep. a big splash and they can't see you know attention to their competitors yeah i can yeah. totally see that yeah. doing it Did you, um, the one the other big booth which is physically well, right when you walked in was the sega booth and it was all mario and sonic yeah theme. yeah like, the Olympics just, what stuff. What a weird yeah. thing to cost probably hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. to put on the show floor. Yeah. I mean, yeah. how at the time Sony decided not to be at E3, we're like, what a mistake. But it's like, A, <laughs> every single game they showed off last year is still not out. Yep. So they just would have invited an entire yep. week of criticism yep. of like, you're showing off the exact same stuff. They got Spidey out. Yeah, they did get Spidey out. <laughs> That's true. But it's like, so we're talking about. Oh, 20- and this day's gone too. So we're talking about 2020. Oh, right, right. Like, it, since Sony wasn't there, like, you know, mm. Ghosts of Tsushima and. Um, Last and of Last of Us are going to be 2020 games. So, man, what a stacked year. I mean, I always say that every year, but like, I, I really do feel that about next year. All the E3 stuff getting and pushed. The recent like uh, developer like little slip about Last of Us was that it would be spring also. Um. Well, oh yeah. We had like a rumor news story. About That's true. That. Yeah. Starting to say it's like an offhanded yeah. Like, yeah, like half of a word. Right? Yeah. February is over. Yeah. It said fet, <laughs> and then it got cut off. Yeah. <laughs> Fell. Uh, yeah. Fall, uh, fell 2020. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if in February PS4 has Last of Us Part 2 and Xbox has Ori in the Will of the Wisps. So, you think it's going to be. Both a, games I want to play. So, you think it'll be probably an official PlayStation announcement like they did last time in March? Mm. March, April? March. Yeah. For PlayStation 5? It's going to be an exciting year. Mm. It was in yeah. February for the 4, but we'll see. Love console mm. launch time. Yeah. Okay, let's give away the other part of our Contra Anniversary <laughs> Collection code. On the Switch, the next four characters are XHLM. XHLM. Is that the end of the code? Nope. Nope. So that's half of the code. Dude, this is great. I yeah. mean, you got to do this every week. Just yeah. like stay right to the end. This, we can make this a thing. <laughs> the, the numbers are just ticking up. 
<laughs> tick. Yep, tick. Uh, let's share what we've been playing. I feel like there's been a lot to play now all of a sudden recently. Yeah, what a crazy week yeah. after E3. It's yeah. There's yeah. too many games for me to play right now. Um, Sam and Justin, I know you both have uh, played Cadence of Hyrule. Justin yeah. beat it in one day. I've been playing it oh, all week. I, I beat, just it, downloaded I beat it. it in two settings. Sittings. Okay. Two sittings? Yeah. Wow. Sittings. Yeah, I loved it. Um, yeah. I've downloaded it, but I haven't started yet. I haven't gotten to play yeah, it. Yeah, me either. It, it, it's an odd, you know, Brian Altano has some kind of negative impressions up on IGN, and I completely understand and get that it's a game that might not demo well, because that game will kick your ass for like the first 20 minutes you play it, and then it kind of starts to click, and you're like, oh, I get it. But in a demo setting, like, you just die and die and die and die, and then you walk away, and you're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah. It's not that it's hard, it's just like it doesn't. It's very it doesn't different. Do, yeah, it's just different, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, it is a game of pattern look. pattern recognition, and every single enemy will move the exact same way every single time they spot you. So a Lizalfos will always run right at you, and like, you know, a Bacoblin will always like move every other beat. And so you eventually get to a point where you enter this kind of like flow state where it's a new screen and there's eight enemies, and you just know instinctually like what they're gonna do and how they're gonna react to you. And then as Link, you sort of hop around to the beat of the music and kill them all. And it's like the best feeling when you get it all right and can accurately predict what's gonna happen. Love the music I was remixes. Say, the music's good, um, and I love that they pick some like non-obvious stuff. Like it's yeah, not like they play a Hyrule f- Field theme, but then you hear a little bit of the Wind Waker mm-hmm. Ocean theme, and then a little bit of like maybe the you know uh, some Ocarina of Time like just yep. flourishes, which did not have the Overworld theme in it. Mm. So they really mash it up. The well. the musical th- theory, I guess I don't know what the word would be, but like they clearly put so much more thought into that music than they had to. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really like it. My only criticism is that it is a little short and even though it's all like randomized you can go back through in the overall you 100 percent? did you do all the heart pieces uh no not yet i think maybe that's what's taking that's how i play zelda though Mm -hmm. yeah um but i wish it had like a hard mode or like an endless dungeon mode or like i beat the game and i was like well like other than starting over like i was kind of just done after Mm -hmm. two you know my switch didn't even drain its battery twice Mm -hmm. and then i was done so i'm definitely playing in a different way it was just taking me a long time to get through it but i i do see that like there's a limited amount of dungeons and stuff which apparently people don't want us to spoil um but uh, there's a uh, really cool thing about that game is that it looks like Zelda, and that really goes so far. It's like mm. an amazing set of sprites in that game, and it's really cool to see like all the familiar enemies are actually redone. I love this, and they work. look amazing, and they all animate really well, and it's really cool. Uh, playing as Link and Zelda is really awesome too. And then uh, yep. the game is completely randomly generated. The overworld itself will not only tile out differently whenever you start your game, but the elements of each tile are a little bit mixed. Hmm. And then the dungeons are randomly generated every, well, certain dungeons when you go underground are randomly generated too. It's, it's yeah. really amazing to see all those pieces come together randomly. Yeah, that's each, cool. Each overworld <clears throat> place is randomly placed and there's a piece of loot on each overworld place that's also random. So it's pretty cool. Looks awesome. Uh, is this the first time we've been able to play a Zelda in a game? Uh, you play a Zelda in like you know dungeon segments and things, and mm. uh, like yeah. in uh, Phantom Hourglass and mm. stuff like yeah. that. It's very it's rare. The mobile games. She follows you in like she has the a, past. It's cool. She starts with a dagger in this, and it's like <laughs> dagger. Sword. Um, it's like really funny. The game. My my main criticism is that it's got this. I touched on this earlier. The difficulty's inverted. It's mm. hardest at the start, and then I blasted through the final. I don't want to say how many dungeons there are. The back half of the game. I died probably 40 times in the first half and zero times mm-hmm. in the back half. Like, yeah, because you, just... you can get heart containers and then you learn some stuff. Like Justin had a really good tip about this longsword weapon that's like 
it, it just attacks in a different way that makes things really yep. easy. Get the weapon that attacks three wide and you can upgrade it to do double damage and it just melts bosses. And I'm like, oh, it, it's still like really fun for the music and graphics and everything, but it, it doesn't, it's just weird. It gets easier as it goes. It's odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to play that. After I finish Bloodstained Ooh, Ritual of the Night, right. which I've been playing a lot of and I've been enjoying it so far. I was a little bit, I didn't really know what to, what to think because the game has been a long time in development. It was kickstarted. And then even though it's being published by 505 Games, they did not give us review copies ahead of time. So it's a little bit like, ooh, I don't know. Um, but I think it's it's good. I can at least tell it's a good Metroidvania game, mm. Egovania game. <laughs> now, is it as good as Symphony of the Night? Is it as good as any of the handful of other great Metroidvania games we've gotten in recent years? That I, I, I'm not sure yet. What's the map like? Dude, the game looks... It looks great. Feels exactly like Symphony of the Night. Awesome. It's just like yeah. the whole, the whole uh, gameplay loop. Like you, you put it really well uh, on a on a previous game scoop. The the point of those games, what you're always doing is trying to find the next mm-hmm. save room, and that's mm-hmm. it's just exactly that's exactly I right. Love that and like fill out the very corners of the map in that process. It's really yeah. about maps and saving. Yeah. Love that. Um, and then there's good loot drops this time where you get like monster drops. So right? much loot. It's like Symphony of the Night. Mm-hmm. So much loot, um, but it's randomized. And then uh, and the enemies have been looking pretty lots cool. Lots of really cool enemies. I posted a video of a giant cat that you encounter. <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to fight him, but uh, and then it swipes. He swipes at you, and then you can summon like a fire, a wall of fire that erupts underneath your feet. It's really cool. Um, I couldn't be looking forward to a game more than that. But I'm so enjoying Zelda right now that yeah. I can't switch over quite yet. But I'm about to. Yeah. Um, anyway, Bloodstained so far so good. Nice. All right, they did not mess it up. What about you, CJ? A uh, couple things. Switch, Castlevania, still uh, rolling through speaking that. Speaking of. Yeah, those are so good. And every time I keep playing them, I realize how god-tier the music is. Ooh. 8-bit, 16-bit, they're yeah. so good. The music in Bloodstained so far is good, not yeah. on the level of Symphony of the Night. Oh, gotcha, yeah. okay. But yeah, but so, so I'm, yeah, I beat Castlevania 1, tried 2, got halfway through it, beat 3, <laughs> well, uh, Super Castlevania. Castlevania 1? Uh, yeah, like like on the on the collection like, to, on the Switch. I just couldn't beat Dracula. Dracula so hard. Oh yeah, no, but I mean for me it's like well, well I, okay. I'm fo- I'm following the speed run oh, sheets right. like where you like have holy water. It's, it's you were able to do that. I mean I tried for a little yeah. bit with that. I, yeah, yeah. It was but I mean I, but I'm using the whole save state thing and then you're uh, going back and forth. So yeah, it's fine. But but uh, yeah, but then Castlevania Four or Super Castlevania um, probably like three quarters way through. So gonna get through that. But yeah, man, they they play so good. I miss them. Miss them so much. Um, and then. Um, it's for a different show, but Destiny. September 17th is a big Destiny update. You for, you forgot about that one. I didn't David. do, like, expansions. Doing new games. Uh, that's yeah. okay. That's talking about new uh, But, yeah, so Destiny, obviously, uh, is in its uh, weekly updated phase where, you know, there's Season of Opulence, there's a whole bunch of things, so you got to play that game weekly. And Apex has Season 2 coming out as well, too, so I'm, I'm yep. grinding with my, my little guys. Uh, season 2, I think, is coming out July 2nd. So, yep. Regular mix of those games. So. Yeah, uh, I have to give a shout out to Gato Robato, which mm. is a very cute. It, it's a Game Boy art, mm. you know, monochromatic art, and it's a Metroidvania on Switch that you know it's about three hours long, like very compact, stripped down, but still really fun and compelling. Played through that, and I'm, uh, it took me exactly both flights to beat the game. I'm also cool. playing Resident Evil Four, and I'm almost done with it on Switch. Mm. And I would give that game off the charts score. Wow. Off the charts. Nice. Off the charts. Nice. You're not allowed to give that score. I think it's perfect, and it gets an off the charts score. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to report you. <laughs> I also downloaded and been playing Auto Chess, the Chinese phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, Everybody's making Auto Chess right now. Yeah. yeah. Is that the next battle royale? Yes. Okay. 
Yeah, although it's a little bit too, um, uh, you know, tactical and nerdy to truly be the next battle royale. But yeah, in terms of like inventing a new genre that everybody's going to pile on to, yeah, we're going to be hearing about that for the next couple of years. <laughs> cool. Can we deviate real quick about what we're watching? Have you guys seen Chernobyl yet? I want to talk about it sometime. Like one minute into this my episode, brain, my be... brain is is losing. We it, can though. talk about it after. It, we'll talk about it another time. But <laughs> watch it, watch it. It's so Chernobyl good. is amazing, and you should watch it. You should watch that's, it. That's all right. We're not going to talk it, about it. Right it is a different thing. Uh, here's the next part of the Contra <laughs> anniversary collection code for Switch. The next four characters are 9Q6H. There are only four characters left. Ooh. When will they be read out? Who knows? Um, Warriors of Light, we call them. Warriors <laughs> of Light. We only read them out if we get to 20 do, questions. Do, do, well, do, do, it's funny do, you say do, that. Because that brings us to 20 questions. And Justin, is it it's, Final Fantasy it's 128. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to have to bow out. Or? Yeah, I do. Okay. Ooh. I have to bounce. Um, do you want me to send someone in or can these yeah, can these two in. handle it? Send, well, yeah, but yeah, send someone in, but be quick about it. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. okay. The, the, they'll they'll, they'll sneak hasty. into the mix. Chernobyl's Ooh, amazing. Chernobyl well, is. We can it? talk about Chernobyl while we wait for the next <laughs> person. I, I'm only at uh, episode four. But Sam four. hasn't watched it, right? Don't spoil it for anybody. Anyways, is it a, a funny joke, joke because of nuclear? <laughs> no, no, it's just no. It's one of those things where um, I mean, and I very much remember hearing about Chernobyl, but it's so crazy yeah. to. There's so much I didn't know. Yeah, there's so much you don't know. I didn't know they all spoke English. Uh, yeah, what's happening? Well, that there? Is, that was I, I, I that was confusing that to me. Was, yeah. Why does everyone have a British accent speaking English? <laughs> yeah, and then they're looking they to read British, Russian. So they didn't fake a Russian. So <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. but but it is one of those things where. Yeah, I mean, like if you're our age, you remember hearing about that stuff and how you heard about it and the way the information spread or what was discussed about it. Um, yeah, it's really, really well done. And just the way that they're, um, you know, obviously, you know, the sacrifice and just it doesn't I, I, make Russia look very good. No, it doesn't. But <laughs> but somebody else mentioned this. I can't remember. Where I saw it. it's like the way that they operated to try their best to actually cover up but then contain it is is incredible like it's it's frighteningly incredible with the lengths that they went to like make sure that you know it was contained but anyways crazy it's, how are your kids uh, liking it uh <laughs> not yet sam <laughs> i can't definitely not a kids show here we yeah. go who is it oh jonathan, jonathan and loki dornbush are going to help us out hey, of beyond fame hi welcome how's it going man to the show justin uh requested some help for you guys yeah, yes. you Ab- absolutely okay. now you're good yeah. I, we don't I, have I, our it's easier with i'm them. monitoring yeah. i'm monitoring oh, you got to get a little closer though sure there all right yeah, so like your work fantastic this is yeah good. that's right look at this perfect dog standing pose in your he does not want to relax no no so john bernthal's dog i actually interviewed john bernthal you interviewed the dog I, I, I should have interviewed the dog. The dog was hanging out in the back, you know, green room there, and it was the most docile, calm dog I've ever seen. We were setting up lights and gears, and the dog would just kind of move around. And then they delivered food. The dog jumped up, looked at the food, and was like, "No, I can't do this." And he's like, "This dog, CJ Loki, oh. would not be like that. Mm. No, he is not that dog. Loki would, is would, not Loki. <laughs> no, no. Gotcha. He is not. Oh, nice. That is a." Huge dad pun there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, I like it. it. Have you used like that one yet? I have not myself, but yes. <laughs> Let's get the ball rolling on uh, video game 20 questions. Our suggestion this week comes from Cameron. Don't know where he's located, though. Let the questioning begin. Does the game have a dog in it? I don't know. I can't Ooh. answer that one. What's that? Well, it's retracted. Right. Perfect. It. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I don't know. Just I had to. That's why. Come I'm out here. before 1990? Before 1990, no. Uh, come out before 2000. Yes. Oh, there we go. Oh, nice 90s game. Window. 90s kids nice will remember game. this answer. Nice game. 
Was this game a Nintendo exclusive? No. Okay. Uh, did this game come out on a cartridge? Yes. Ooh, okay. So between 90 and 2000, cartridge game. Yeah. Um, did this come out on a Nintendo system? Yes. Okay, okay. there we so, go. Nice. That's so, five. N64 or, or Super Boy. Nintendo. Oh, right. Uh, let's, let's, let's isolate portability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, would this game have come out on a portable system? No. Mm, okay. Hmm. Super Nintendo? Should Probably. we narrow it down to... So, so when did N64 come out? 96, 96. 95. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's it's got to be one of those. Yeah. Or so. Nintendo. Yeah. Um, Nintendo uh, oh, lasted the original, into the yeah. 90s, yeah. yeah. It just sucks. We have to axe all three. I mean, I know. doing that. That's yeah. well. Um, is this a Nintendo 64 game? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Save two Ooh. questions. Yeah. There we go. Perfect. That worked out. <laughs> All right. Uh, but it wasn't an exclusive. Yeah, it wasn't. An so not like a banjo or something like that. So it could be um, a little cross-platform game. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. a sports game. Oh. I hope not. Yeah. Those are always bad. For our sake. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> did this game have multiplayer? No. Oh. oh. Sports game. Gone. For the most part. Was this game a platformer? Yes. Okay. So a, a non-exclusive. Oh wait, could the exclusivity thing have to do with maybe it being re-released later? Maybe. But did you ask that, or did you ask if Nintendo it, made it? Oh. Wait, no. What no was it, the, it was, he asked if it was exclusive to the system. It was not yeah. exclusive at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, it, it was oh, not exclusive. Okay. Oh, caveat there at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's good. Um. Okay, so it is plat- a platformer. Platformer. Mm-hmm. Um, was Glover N64 exclusive? I don't know if we'd have that game. Damon <laughs> smiled there. Um, <laughs> ask, ask a Glover-related question. No, I'm serious. This is part Does of the, the game star a glove. No. <laughs> Are you, do you want to ask that question? Not as well. Yes. No. Okay, okay it's not Glover, not Glover then. That's All right. Good. Sorry. All right. Yeah, I, I'm reading the poker face. <laughs> Typically, he's pretty good, but... Was this game then. developed by a Japanese developer? No. Okay. Huh. Was not exclusive at the time. Rare. Yeah, not exclusive. Well, rare stuff would have been exclusive. Oh at right. The time. Yeah, that yeah. would have been. Um. Not a platformer. Game. It's weird, right? It is. Yeah. The, a non like Nintendo is this platformer. A 3D platformer or a 2D platformer? Right, 3D platformer. <laughs> yes, 3D platformer. 3D platformer. See 3D. Oh. Something just terrible. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Was this poorly received? Um, not by Cameron. What <laughs> <laughs> oh, about uh... IGN? <laughs> I don't know what IGN's review of this game is. There's no way to know. Yeah. Oh, hmm. oh man. So I, I didn't count that question. So. All right. Okay. Uh, oh yeah. So uh, would the main character a 3D be platformer? Would a main character be an animal? Oh yeah. Is the main character an animal? Yes. Okay. So it might be something terrible, <laughs> like yeah. Chester Cheetah or Bubsy. Or... Licensed is a good call. <laughs> exactly. Is this based on a license? No. All right. Because there were some like Looney Tunes games back then. Yeah. Um, not based on a license. Is Bubsy really the only thing we have now? <laughs> yeah, we well, need to work around Bubsy. I think, yeah. I, I think that was a PlayStation exclusive. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. There's Mega Man Legacy. Oh, but yeah. Is that a platformer? That wasn't really. Was, was that the... the... Mega Man 64 on... Wait, was oh, that the... Japanese developed them. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, hmm. Yeah. So what Japanese else? platformer. 3D, not exclusive. Mm-hmm. There's that Mortal Kombat platformer. 
I think that was 2D. Was there a, ooh, no, that oh. would have been. Yeah, d- like d- Deception, Deception, Mortal Kombat Deception. Yeah, it's not that. That's not a platform. That's a. I mean, there was just this one Sub Zero game. I think that was platformer in 3D though. It really is. It's like it's messing me up. Yeah, it's got to be bad. Like, that's what's <laughs> exactly. weird. Exactly, but it's also some kind of random um, franchise. Are there Tomb Raiders that, that came um, out on everything? Uh I can't remember Tomb Raider. Well, P- Tomb Raider is PC, and that was until like late 90s. PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. Not PC. Well, I mean, but early when it's first released. Um. And we, well, uh, what was the answer for an animal? If it starts, yes, yes. it is it's, okay. start so not Tomb Raider. Could it be um, the Crash Bandicoot type stuff? Or Crash wasn't ooh, Crash was PlayStation exclusive, and Spyro? so was Spyro. Spyro, Spyro was they exclusive. Were, they were both PlayStation what was exclusive. Spyro too. The all three of the original trilogies were exclusive to PlayStation. Yeah. Banjo yeah. is uh, Banjo. Oh, well, I, but it's an exclusive. At has the this right. game been re-released on the contemporary round of consoles? No. Oof, it's fifteen. Where's the boss music? <laughs> I know. I had good. I had it contra boss music. Wow. Throwing a huge blank. Do you? Uh, oh man. Castlevania. Oh no, you're not an animal. You play as a werewolf in the second one. <laughs> not as a full time. I don't know what to ask about, like weapons or like game yeah, or something. But. N64 platformers were all pretty much the Nintendo and Rare ones for me. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, what I when Rare was out of the mix, uh, it was bad. What about like a Dex? Oh. Mm-hmm. Did did Turtles have a platform? But it's a license as well. Yeah, um, I'm just thinking it's a mascot platform. Yeah, well, like something like Gex the Gecko. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of that feature Chloe wrote of the platformers mm-hmm. that need to return. Croc was play. Eh. I don't know if Croc was on N64. Mm-hmm. It might have been. Uh, uh, was the was the main character of this game a mammal? No. Oh, <laughs> what were you? Uh, whoa! What? What <laughs> lizard bird <laughs> bug are we playing at? I mean, Gex game? would be one. Yeah, I think Gex. Um, that's what does I it asked s- that. <laughs> Don't go specific yet. Okay, because we only have four questions. You can ask about reptiles, though. <laughs> See, um, but. Turok and all these other characters are not main characters. Those are first person shooters. Yeah, yeah. There's a game where you play yes. as a dinosaur. Yeah. Oh man. Um, Sorry, Chloe. She probably <laughs> knows what this game is. Mm-hmm. Um, Did Jurassic Park have a. Uh, I know they had the platformer. That, yeah. No, licensed all also. licensed too. That knocks so many opportunities out. No, we're we're in a good shape here. It's just I don't know if we know this game. Is the yeah. Issue. I don't know if that we do might, either. That can be a problem for us. Um. Should we keep on working through the mascot types? I mean, I'll go specific. I feel like we just need to ask animals at this point. Yeah. Reptile. (laughs) Well, is reptile too vague? Because gecko would be the one I'd go for. All right. Does it star a reptile? (laughs) (laughs) Sweet. We got that Um, one. Freebie there. Good job, Jonathan. Because you don't know if it's an amphibian or not. (laughs) Exactly. It's one of those, like, gray areas. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember... (laughs) Uh, can you ask the question a different way? <laughs> is the character green? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I know. Is uh, the character no, 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 no. What about Klonoa? Yeah. I, that didn't come out. In- I don't think it's a reptile, but I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> okay. So, well, I don't think that would be Bubsy then. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I got nothing. 
I don't know if we can do this one. I mean, is yeah. it you have three questions and a guess list. So here's the thing. Here's what we need yeah. to do. Name name a couple games that you think it could be, and then the fail safe is have the hack. Have we mentioned All right, this game on. yet? Okay. Because then, if we have, we know it's one of those okay. potentially. Oh yeah. And then we can do I a hail mary at the end. Already. I don't have any more <laughs> things to name. No, I know, but that's what I mean. So if it is one of those, we there'd can... be uh, yeah, there'd be Bubsy Gex. It's not Glover. It's not Banjo. It's do we already say this game? Name? Yes. Okay. Then well, actually, hold on. You you got close. Okay. You got very, 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 very close. Does Bubsy or a couple of these games have official? Like, is it? Yeah, like Bubsy isn't the name of the game in full. You're, right. You're a. That's Bubsy 3D. I don't know what the Gex. I think it's. I thought it was just called Gex the Gecko. Mm-hmm. Well, there's like a couple with subtitles, but I don't know. <laughs> the confusion about the reptile is what's really sticking yeah. with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the one. Well, what other game would be mentioned yeah. with a reptile? Yeah, yeah. no. Um, Spyro. Yeah, but that was a PlayStation well, exclusive. Are you guys really like really clear on what is a reptile and what is an amphibian? Yeah. Okay. I, are you? That's just me. <laughs> and an amphibian lives partially yeah, in the water. <laughs> that's the whole point. A reptile uh, lives, you know, above land. They both have cold blood. Cold blooded. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Where is Gex cold-blooded? <laughs> <laughs> All questions. Um, yeah, do you know anything? We, yeah, it's just he's that. the, it just he's the only that. one. So, like, I mean, if it's if, if you just ask if it has a gecko in it, then we have one more just fire yeah, yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, well, because we've said it, so it would have to be something mm-hmm. we've said. Yeah. I mean, I can. I'll ask them. Yeah, do it. Does it star a gecko? Yes. Okay. Man. Okay. So <laughs> we don't know good. the name of the damn game. Uh, I don't know the name of it either. I don't. It's either like Gex. Gex 3D. Well, no, it's like Gex, Gex Strikes Back yeah, or something N64. weird like that. No, I think yeah. it's just called Gex the Gecko. I think we. Can One of them that. is. Yeah. That Have was we, a 3DO game originally. Oh, really? I think so. We'll find out from this tome that this guy. <laughs> <laughs> from wherever. All right. Do we have to say the full name of the game? Is this Gex the Gecko? Hold on, hold on. You have a question and a guess. But I don't know how to narrow that down. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Is this game with 3D in its name? Like, I don't know what to say. RN64 yeah, I mean, in its worst. name. But if it starts, starts Gecko and it's not Gex, what would it be? That's the problem. Can I ask, does the name of the game have any words besides Gex, the, and Gecko? <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think um, it, it might not be Gex. That's the weird thing. This nah, might be some yeah, gecko theme. I don't know how many geckos there were for this platform. How long do we want to prolong this? <laughs> Let's just lose and move on with our lives. Is the game Gex the Gecko? Um, no, it's not. Yeah. Okay. Oh. It is Gex Enter the Gecko. Oh, a technicality. It is the sequel. Uh, Gex the Gecko. Oh, because he oh, the, the sequel. sequel. Okay. But we wouldn't have known the name. Anymore. Yeah. Oh. yeah. We would have just said Gex too. Oh, that yeah. that is that is straight All right, hurtful. Tell us the business. Oof. That is straight hurtful. Uh, PlayStation N64 and PC, developed by Crystal Dynamics. Yeah. Published by Midway. Oh, Midway. The Midway. sequel to Gex the Gecko. Mm-hmm. Gex Enter the Gecko. Don't you have a letter about it? There's letters about a whole other thing. Oh. We just, ran uh, out, we just ran out of time. Okay. That's hurtful. Yeah. That ruins the streak. Uh, yes, you can see your hands. No, you can't wear a hat. I'm gonna look okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I, IGN may have given it a seven. I have no idea. Mm. Yeah. Back in the day, that yeah. sounds right. Cool. You guys don't know. I think I would know. I know those names. Yeah. Gex the gecko, then enter the gecko. Yeah, I, I didn't. Know now the that sequel. you've said it, I remember it. But yeah, yeah, it just wasn't coming to mind. No. Um, and then I, I wasn't sure if a gecko was an amphibian. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. So uh, we gave it an eight out of ten. An eight. Okay. 
Into the Gecko? Good. The sequel? Yeah. Well, great. <laughs> it's a good game. I know game. the name of the game it's now. A great game. Yeah. That's an eight point grape. Yeah. Uh, do we have a video rev- review of it from 98? No. Let's roll it right now. Oh, Let's yeah. Roll it. We got that together. In four by three. It doesn't even have a byline. It's just by IGN staff. <laughs> That's how all Those the, are most favorite. of them, yeah. That's how all the old. Uh, what's the verdict? For, what's the uh, closing like, paragraph on that? Uh, oh, it's by Doug Perry signed at the end. Okay. Oh, there okay, it is. Okay, closing what's paragraph is, in the end, Gex is a surprising amount of fun, and gamers will like it because of, because of its offbeat humor, large levels, and great replay value. May- There's so many cliches already in here. Maybe it's because I like 3D platformers a lot, while other gamers have contentions about them but I had honest fun playing it and was compelled to play Gex all the way through to the end <laughs> ringing endorsement I compelled by your reviews editor oh. to finish I, the game you're I reviewing. played most of the games but uh. this one I played all of it <laughs> I was in the end I was compelled to play the entire game <laughs> Uh, I bet that happened in like late November too or something you know? so it was like I have to play this whole game busy yeah yeah Oh. It's Crystal Dynamics. Yeah. From the Crazy. makers of Marvel's Avengers. I wonder how many Gex references will be in Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, Probably at least one. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks for stepping in, Jonathan. Of course. And Happy thank you. Gex. Yeah, you did. You, you got it I, so close. close. I got somewhere. So yeah. close. Yeah, really Next close. Next time. Uh, you guys have been on a winning streak lately. That's the first, first L in a while. Mm. So. I'll bring the eye patch back. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. It was the boss music. We needed it. Uh, hopefully next week we'll have the soundboard back. CJ, I need you to drop everything else you're working on and locate that laptop. I'm going to track it down. I found the lights. I'm going to find the soundboard. It's probably just in the lobby. It's somewhere. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, CJ. Thank you, Jonathan. <laughs> thank you, Loki. Thank you, Sam. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop. <laughs> and we're out. Woof. Aha. You thought I forgot the last four digits of the code, didn't you? I did not... The last four digits of the Contra Anniversary Collection code for Nintendo Switch are FTFH. Enjoy the game, whoever got it. We will see you next week.
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.